Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope you're doing well this week. And oh my goodness, I've missed you uh, from the bottom of my heart. I know, I know, it's been over a week since I've uploaded an episode pero I really hope y'all forgive me porque ustedes ya saben, I've been in the middle of my whole move. I was even recording podcast episodes throughout my move while doing other things. And now I can officially say I am recording this episode of Cafecito con Estrellita in my official home office. Now, I don't want you to think I have some crazy setup now, and we're honestly still in the process of, and when I say we, I'm talking about my younger sisters and I, porque they've been a big help throughout this whole move process. And we're still building my desk and other things like that, which by the way, I've had to make three different stops to Ikea porque I kept forgetting something And I had a list, but that's, I can probably talk more in detail about that for the next episode porque I feel like I have so much to talk about today. But yes, I am back home with my parents. Now, the reason why I'm just loving the fact that I officially have an office space is porque I don't remember if I've talked about it on the podcast or on TikTok Live, but I had spent the last three and a half years keeping my like school slash podcast office slash bedroom slash everything in my tiny, tiny little room con mi tía. That room just took me so far, but it was getting to a point where it was affecting my mental health, especially once I was reaching year three, porque it's like that space was all in one. It's like I was never shutting it off, if that makes sense, porque I couldn't necessarily have my recording studio or anything like that in any of the other rooms in the house since it was just preoccupied with other things. And it it just worked out in the best benefit for all of us at the time I was living with my Thea to just keep my little area where it needed to be. And I was only able to do that for so long, which it's completely normal because as you know, human beings, change, growth is natural for us, you know? which is why I'm so happy that I have this little corner in my parents' house that I'm very, very fortunate to have because once my workday is done, and I'm talking about content creation, writing, podcast episodes, once it's done, it's done. Like I don't have to stay in the same room anymore to sleep, to live, to prep, whatever it may be. I just go back and I'm actually sharing a room with my younger sister. And I'm so happy that like it's working out this way. My initial plan was actually to just sleep on the couch because I, I, they're my sisters and I love them, but I didn't want to intrude because they had spent the last year or so having their own room. But ah, I just love them so much. I really, really do. And if I end up getting, I love all three of my sisters, let's be real, because my older sister her house that she has with her husband, they open it up for me to work whenever I have to just get away for like my mental health, but still need to get work done. They've opened their doors to me. So it's just, 
it's been a long journey and I'm just glad we're all on board so that we can continue to just keep growing and seeing how far we can go with Cafecito con Estrellita. So good news. Since I'm not in my little town anymore, you won't be hearing train trains in the background. But I'm back in the city. And being in the city, eh, the city doesn't ever really sleep. <laughs> Which is why please don't be surprised if you hear some planes in the background or crickets. But it's all right. The background noise, it, it gives it illusion of the whole episode. <laughs> But no, seriously, I'm, I'm just so happy to be in this space with you, to continue doing what I feel is my purpose while all of you are still continuing to navigate your lives, pave a path towards a bright future in academia, post-grad, whatever chapter you may be in, because you deserve to give yourself a good life. You deserve to find your purpose. You deserve to follow it. And all our Your purpose could be so different from somebody else's, but that doesn't mean it's not as special. And I'm not going to lie, one of the things, one of the things that I love about being first gen, and this is where I feel like many of us share this same purpose, but I feel it in my heart that for us as first gen, one of the biggest pillars that fall into us discovering our purpose is realizing that we are meant to break generational cycles. The generational cycles that have needed to be broken for so long, but for so many different factors, they just hadn't been. But here we are paving the way, breaking cycles to have a better and brighter future for ourselves, for our families. And oh my gosh, I'm just going to pause before I keep getting emotional because new chapters lead to so many emotions. The good, the I'm not feeling too many bad emotions right now other than the fact that I'm going to miss my Thea so much until she is able to be here with us during her retirement and my bestie, but that's we're making the happen, we're paving the way, and just always remember, you're not alone. Ahora, the next update I've been so happy to just share with all of you is I was able to see mi abuelito Cocon this past weekend, and he's officially back in su casa, pues, ¿verdad? Después de having to be in a certain facility that was giving him the help that he needed and oh my gosh let me just tell you when well I didn't tell him that I was going over it was more of a surprise that's the relationship that my family has with mis abuelitos my grandma and grandpa y tíos y los mis dos, dos tíos que viven allí con ellos We just surprise each other with visits. I don't really do that with other family members. Well, we have done that. We definitely give them the heads up. But that's just the surprise visits. It's something that's like what we're familiar and used to with mi abuelitos. So that's what we did this past weekend. And it's, I walked into the house and my abuelito, he was just there in the living room sleeping on the couch. Bien calladito and... I just never, I know he was sleeping, but I don't, let's just say he's never the type to nap 
during the afternoon. He He's always been known to be a very active man. But I also know when certain people are taking certain medication, it just, it helps them rest a lot more, which is good. So I go to him and I lightly tap him to wake up and he opens his eyes and then he just starts crying. And then I start crying because we hadn't seen each other in a very long time. And it was very hard to get a hold of each other via phone porque he was elsewhere and I don't know. And me and Willito, like, obviously I've known him my whole life, pero I've never seen him shed a tear like that, ever, at least in front of me. I'm pretty sure that when his father died, because his his dad made it to almost 100, I'm pretty sure he cried, but even then I never saw it. And... I just, I just gave, we just gave each other a very big hug and we spent the rest of the afternoon together. It was very, very lovely. And that's, I, that's one of the things that I don't know how to explain it, but with him, I can never get tired of hearing Kokon tell me the same story over and over, or I can never get tired when he sits me down and me lee su Biblia for about an hour. I'll listen, I'll listen. And, and I've always done that ever since I was a, a little girl. And one, I know he's always appreciated it. And two, it's like I always knew just me sitting there and being present with him, even if I did not understand most of what he was saying. Like, I understand Spanish, but you know how sometimes messages can get lost in translation. Like even me, I talk so much that sometimes my messaging can get lost in translation. So I have to take like two steps back to re-explain myself. So like no matter what happened, like I would just sit there and I would listen. I would just know that he would appreciate that because time is such a valuable thing. And I remember my cousins and even my sisters, they would, and my parents, They'll be like, wow, Estrella, how do you do it? How do you sit there for so long to hear him read you su Biblia or to, you know? And I don't know. It's just, it's honestly, it's just out of love because I love him so much. He's always been such a positive male figure in my life. And it's through the way that he's shown me love I know for a fact it plays a huge factor in how I choose to show all of you cariño, love, whatever you feel most comfortable with me describing it to. I'm pretty sure for, I for sorry, I'm pretty sure you can all imagine why I feel so comfortable calling you Almejita, Mijito, whatever you prefer, porque that's just how... Mi abuelito does it too. And I could just never, ever stop thanking all of you for just continuing to be here with me, continuing to just see Cafecito con Estrellita build as a business, continue building towards that route, porque I'm still committed to having that schedule that I have shared with all of you that once a week, I will be going over to mi abuelito's house during the week after a work day and just spending the rest of the afternoon with him. Because, you know, even prior to me moving away for school, because I had done that twice at this point, 
we would only see each other maybe like once a month, but no, I'm definitely going to be amplifying it to once a week because life really is so, so short. And I know I, I touched upon this on the last episode, but just know that Whatever you choose to do with your time, whatever you choose to do with your healing journey, who you choose to share that healing journey with, you have my utmost support. I am proud of you. Whatever you choose to do, whoever you choose to share it with for the time being, until changes happen, until growth happens, just know it is more than okay. More than okay. Now let's go ahead and transition to another fun topic that all of you know. It's important for me to highlight one way or another. I've recently become more active on LinkedIn and I basically used my LinkedIn platform to ask a question to my LinkedIn community. And let me pull it up really quick. Give me one second. Okay. Do y'all know of any scholarship programs other than the popular Hispanic scholarship fund? Trying to get some answers for mi gente from my podcast. So I asked for y'all. I got some responses. And a couple of them, I will say them out loud. The Latina Professionals platform has released one. HACU, the Hispanic Association of Colleges and Universities, is also a great place to start with searching for scholarships porque su blog section is very active in regards to serving as a resource to the community. Also, the platform Immigrants Rising definitely has a list of scholarships and other types of of assistance that you can definitely take a look at. Now, this post got over. Let me read it to you because I was very happy with the number porque that definitely reassured that we're all just out here trying to support one another the best way that we can. On LinkedIn, this post had over 10,000 impressions. I don't necessarily know what that means, but I do know that 10,000 is a big number. And if you go ahead and just follow me on LinkedIn or even just stalk me, maybe you don't want to follow me, it's okay. On that post alone, the list just continues to share about scholarship information. Now, what I can do, I can share the link to that specific post in the episode show notes. And then feel free to click it and scroll down to read the comment sections because that's where you'll get all the information and resources. Now, I want to pause real quick. Porque, okay, mi gente, I didn't know this until last week when I was just stalking myself <laughs> on media, pero when you listen to my podcast episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts via the app, you are able to click the links that I put in the show notes. However, when you do the desktop version, the links, they're not, like, you can't click them. And I have been trying to fix that, trying to work on that. I don't know who I can even get in contact with in regards to that whole situation. But I'm not going to lie. It got me pretty... I was pretty mad. Cuando miré que 
the links weren't working in the desktop version porque not everybody has access to the apps porque maybe your phone is like super full of memory so you can't download any other apps but you can look it up on the internet and then just or the desktop version desktop version so on my end i will make sure to keep doing what i can to figure out that uh situation porque i don't like it no 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 i I want to make sure that I am as accessible to all of you as possible when it comes to my social media channels, porque that's how I can get everything out to all of you in regards to resources and some good chisme, you know? Now, the next topic I want to continue to talk about, and the reason why I say continue to talk about it is porque I've touched upon it on my Instagram, on my TikTok. When I talked about it before on IG, it didn't really blow up. It's about academic probation. Not too much. And even when I talked about it on TikTok, not too much either, if you know what I'm saying. However, about a few weeks ago, when I was still up in Modesto, you know, I'm, I'm active on TikTok. So I made a TikTok video about the Canon effect, the, the Canon event, where it's just, I went through academic probation. I was on it for two quarters. Definitely played a huge factor on just a lot of things. And I'll briefly talk about it, porque I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on a previous episode already because I'm starting, my memory's starting to kick in. But what, I've been making response videos to them. And the more I continue to make these response videos talking about our community falling onto academic probation, the more just... I can see the engagement and I can see the appreciation about these topics because I can definitely tell you this, when I was on probation and even when my older sister, she experienced probation too at one point because both of us were the first to navigate university as a whole. We went to university at different times, but you know what I'm saying. It's like there really, there wasn't much talk nor support either. And it it makes it, it definitely makes me content that I can serve as that type of support with sharing my experiences, sharing the ways I got out of probation. And one of the comments that popped up to me, up, up for me, was a mujer. Her name is Jasmine. She was sharing that after she got off of academic probation, she spoke to one of her professors and asked them what their thoughts were based on her falling off of probation. And that's when her professor had mentioned, you should consider changing your major, a suggestion type of thing. And based on what I understood from that comment, Jasmine felt discouraged. Like, if, like you know, because first of all, I don't like change. I know it probably seems like I make change look so easy because I put myself out there on social media and I just talk about the setbacks and successes I personally experience. But it's not easy. It's just, this is just one of my talents for some reason, but I'm, I go with it. I'm going with it. I can't sing, but I can talk about my setbacks. I'll take it. <laughs> Anyways, so with all of that being said, I remember too, when I was trying to get out of probation, Porque what got me on probation was on the first place was in Santa Barbara. I was I went in as a psych 
major, but I was also trying to pivot into biopsych. So I was taking the classes that I needed for both basically, right? And after coming to terms at the end of my second quarter of still being on probation, I was like, okay, it's time for me to change my major. And I did. But the moment that I was trying to figure out what to choose next, I definitely was feeling like flat out a failure. Porque I was like, dang it, I said I was going to do this one thing and I couldn't do this one thing right, which was going to lead me to my future career goals, aka the PhD, but it, you know, and I couldn't even do it right. Da, da, da. So I was beating myself up about it. And I think it's it was two things for me because numero uno, y'all know this about me. I am a woman of my word. I may not be perfect. Sometimes things may take me time, but I'm really, really a woman of my word to the point where I told the entire internet I was applying to a PhD program. Did I get in? No. But what's most important to me is that I am a woman of my word, and I did it, and I shared it with all of you, even though we did not love the end result. Anyways, so for me, but I think that's a personal thing. And then number two, it's because growing up, change, it just, it wasn't always highlighted as a great thing. You know, most of the time we just, it just seems like staying in the lane that will quote unquote lead you to do the right thing that you're supposed to do in life is the best way to go, whatever that means. So it's just a lot that's going on in our mind, right? But change is actually one of the best things that can happen to us. It's just how we go about embracing it, how we go about, you know, paving the path with all this type of change. And I'm so glad I ended up changing my majors because if I would have tried to stay one more quarter being as terca as I am, I would have, I probably would have taken a little longer with undergrad and it would have, it probably would have continued to be a hot mess, which is fine because I was in a hot mess anyways a few months ago. So the hot mess never escapes us. <laughs> Pero there's nothing wrong with change as long as it continues to benefit you. And as long as it's continuing to benefit you to the point where you're still going to graduate, you're still going to earn that degree, you're still going to be able to find yourself in a position where you are qualified to apply to a lot more jobs than you would have been if you had just the high school diploma in your background. Not saying a high school diploma isn't valuable. Any form of education is valuable. It's just how you go about maneuvering it, you know? And that's what we essentially want at the end of the day. But I get it. It's just when it feels like all these negative things are being thrown at us, when we're navigating all these different changes, I'm talking about like the individualistic and collectivistic struggles, challenges, situations just just arise. Just you're doing a good job. Everything will work out. And just because you change your major or change your area of study that happens to be different with what you initially started with, that's more than okay. And then this is the other thing I wanted to bring up about this. See, this is why I love making video content on TikTok and stuff, porque you all get me thinking. I remember, now I was remembering, that when I made the switch to global studies in Spanish, which is just as a respectable 
area of study as biopsych or psych, you know, is, and I was still able to pick up a huge project like my thesis and make connections, da-da-da. For some reason, when I noticed that I was enjoying my course load in global studies in Spanish, I was enjoying the projects, I was in a weird way enjoying the suffering of writing a long thesis, I started to then, I would pause myself and be like, wait, maybe I'm doing this wrong because it's starting to feel easy. It's starting, like not easy that I can do the work in my sleep, but more like, I guess what I'm trying to say is just, I was enjoying the work, but it was hard for me at the time to navigate all that because I was like, wait, but this is, I was feeling like, wait, this isn't real work because I'm not struggling the way I was in these other majors. Right now, my struggles are different, but I'm enjoying the work. Maybe I just, I'm not putting in enough work. I don't know. It was just a lot of things. Definitely self-doubt. Definitely imposter syndrome. Definitely limiting beliefs. Just a lot of things at once. Oh, and we can't forget to throw in self-sabotaging. Of course I was doing that. Pero I still graduated. I still was able to apply to a master's program and get in. I was still able to apply to a credential program and get in. I was still able to apply to a PhD. Did I get in? No, but I was still able to apply and get competitive letters of recommendation and gave a TED Talk while having a heavy history of academic probation type things. <laughs> I say heavy because I was on it for two quarters, but... I don't even remember where I was going with this, but I just felt the need to say it because sometimes I feel like, I don't know, we feel like we're not doing anything with our lives because we're not like, quote unquote, struggling, whatever that may be. But I just feel like, no, like you're doing good. And that's the point of life different wavelengths like we're gonna have wavelengths where we're like we're killing it we're doing the thing whatever that is in academia not we're killing it but then we'll have wavelengths where things are just calm we're doing what we need to do and we're thriving we're just living but then when it gets a little too comfortable it's kind of like wait we have to be doing I'm too comfortable you know just a lot at once but no you're doing great I'm doing great. We're all doing great. And we're just navigating it together. So if you happen to subscribe to the podcast via that TikTok, well, welcome. We're so happy to have you. And that TikTok, it's still just being watched. It's still just doing its thing as it should be doing while we're sitting here and having our awesome conversation. Now, mi gente, uh, I told you I definitely have a lot more to share with all of you, but unfortunately we are having to slowly come to an end trickle away on today's episode just because I'm uh, uh, I wanted to make sure I'd came on this week first of all and shared the most like I, I feel like the biggest most important details but on numero dos I just I need to get a lot of things done a lot of things done so that my office can finally be stable certain other things get done porque we're gonna be putting these podcast episodes video format onto youtube very soon so your girl yeah it's very important that i have my life all put together right now and 
thank you so much for just sharing this space with me. And I also want you to remember too, if you don't have everything you quote unquote want yet, or everything you're quote unquote supposed to have right now at the age you're quote unquote at, you're fine. You're doing the thing. You got this. I mean, for crying out loud, I'm over here telling y'all, I'm so happy. I finally have my own little office space, but I don't got my own room. I don't got a closet. I had to move back in with my parents to be able to have a little office space. So you're totally more than okay. Like, and I'm okay. We're just, we're making it it work with what we have, which by the way, I do want to bring this up very quickly. Imposter syndrome. It was getting me these last two days because for once I finally have like a cute work set up because these last three years, y'all saw it. I had like the tiniest little desk that I got from Amazon, the, the fake wood one. And I made that desk work for so long because I'm not kidding. My room is just, it was so, so small, very, very small, but I was still fortunate enough to have it because the room's a room, you know? And yeah, my space, it was just very plain, but because I am back with my parents and my parents, they've had this house for since I want to say that I was five years old because I was born in Orange and was raised the first five years in Santana. I was near Flower Street. Then we moved to the house that we're in and I've been here my whole life. So you know, obviously throughout the years, my parents, it got to the point where they redid, they redid certain parts of the house. And I'm in there, I guess I would call it like, we always just called it the second living room, but I don't know what to call it, like a sit room. I don't know. And it's a little corner. I'm in a, I'm in a corner, right? With my desk and my setup. And I was able to get myself a really nice desk my mic's here, and my the wall behind me that you're going to be seeing on my YouTube videos, or you can also kind of see on my TikTok videos, like the most recent ones, it's a nice stone wall. And it, it just, seeing how I was coming onto camera for the last three years, just very plain, very, just working with what I have, to now, I'm like, whoa, even I'm surprised with the setup glow up I have for myself. I was starting to feel imposter syndrome in a sense where I'm just like, wait a minute, but I didn't, this this isn't really my space. It's it's too nice. Like, what? Like, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And I literally had to slap myself. Not slap myself. No, that's not what I meant. But I had to wake myself up to reality. I'm like, Stella, glow ups are normal. You're always telling tu gente, glow up, glow up, glow up. I just think, you want to know what scares me? What scares me is just I never, never, ever, like I don't want to. I don't ever want to come onto social media not being who I am, not being authentic, not share. And because I'm, I, I've struggled with being so hard on myself for a very long time, I just Sometimes thoughts creep in, and I've definitely gotten better with managing it over the years, I'll tell you that. But I just, I never ever want you all to feel that I pretend to be something I'm not. But that's the thing, glow-ups, leveling up, it's normal for everyone. It's just, that was the other conclusion I came up with for myself. 
that I've literally grown up with all of you for the last three and a half, four years. Four, yeah, I really have. And it's been a lot of changes. I mean, changes in the sense with like my mentality and stuff, because physically I was in the same place for like three years till I came here. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just figuring out a lot of feelings and wanting to make sure that I always continue to be me because I know we all want a good life. I know we all want to give ourselves good things. I just, I guess that's the other thing too. I just never also, I just never also want to find myself in a position where I don't ever recognize my privilege because recognizing my privileges I've had over the years where yes, I am first gen, but even having the privilege to go to school that's privilege. Even having the privilege to be a light-skinned Latina, there's, you know, and the privilege of being able to talk the way that I talk, like so many different privileges that I was, you know, from skin tone to what opportunities were presented in front of me because of the spaces I pushed myself to be in. I just, just always... I'm always going to humbly recognize my privilege because I know once I do, I stay humble. And when I stay humble, I'm able to, to be there with all of you while being there for myself. Because I just, it's scary. I'm scared. I'm very, very scared. My eyes are tearing up right now because I just, I don't want to let y'all down. I don't want to let my sisters down. I don't want to let myself down. And I feel like, I don't know. It's crazy. That's why the other day I remember, well, when I say other day, I meant months ago, I was talking to one of my close amigas, Gigi, Joanna from the first gen mentor and Gabriela. And I just, I admire them so much, so much and all the work they do for the first gen community. And it's just, they are mujeres to look up to. I mean, there's so many mujeres to look up to. They're just the top two I can think of in my head right now. And I asked both of them once, how do you navigate being humble but a boss at the same time? And they gave me great responses. I, I can't remember them at the top of my head, but I remember how the responses made me feel. And it was definitely something I needed to just be here where I am today. And it's crazy. It's so, so crazy. And I know y'all can see it. I'm really putting in the work to keep making the moves because at this point too, Cafecito con Estrellita, I'm creating her to also be my retirement and to be the retirement for my tia because I love her and I just don't want her to. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. And... I don't know, it's just crazy. But that's why I'm just so grateful that we're here in it together, doing the thing. And, ah, okay. Mi gente, mijita, I'm so proud of you. Keep going, keep pushing through. You got this. And, cuídense. Hablamos pronto. Adios.